Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, you'll meet a man who has a, a vision for changing the way we view church. His story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I remember the headline because it was shocking. A couple of years ago, Pew Research found that more people identify themselves as not going to church than going to church. And that's the first in American history. But my next guest is John Stuart Hill, and he has a vision for changing all of that. He's with find, findahousechurch.com. Thanks yes. for coming on the show. Thank you for allowing me to come here. Absolutely. Okay, so what is a house church? Okay, in simplest terms, it's where believers in Jesus, followers of Jesus, come together in a home. It's just simply that because where two or more are gathered, he's there in our presence. Yes. You know, so we are, uh, w when we come together, we're a church. We are the church, you know, as the Holy Spirit lives in us. So. And, and you made the point right before the show that if you go back to the Bible, that's the way it originally was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, any, anything that you read in the Bible um, shows how they came together, how everyone played a part. One might prophesy, one would bring a song, Everybody played a part. The Holy Spirit lives in all of us. Yes. And in these small group gatherings, they would be able to um, practice their spiritual gifts and, and get to know each other and, and, you know, be deeper with each other. And I like that because I think, you know, we have a trend where we just, we have these mega churches and it's nothing against the mega churches, but sometimes you can feel like a stranger uh, worshiping with 20,000 others. Right. Uh, so I, I see this as a, just a brilliant idea. And we're going to, we're going to have more on that in a second, but uh, you took a little detour. <laughs> so I'd say so. <laughs> tell us about that because we're going to show a video here in a minute, but I want you to set up this video. Well, in 2011, I had a massive heart attack. And so my, um, functionality was was lessened down to about 25 percent so for for a good 12 years i had congestive heart failure had to have a pacemaker could could do very little um created a company here in dallas fort worth at that time you know the good contractors list and um the lord started just using me during this time when i just really didn't have um, a lot of energy but you know, it says in the Bible that he uses the weak things of the world, you know, sure. uh, to confound the wise, the, you know, the, the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And so I, I kind of, I, I resemble that remark, you know, <laughs> so, so God used me in a way that I never had before, but I had to really listen to him um, in, in doing that. And uh, as, uh, I, as it progressed, my heart condition continued to worsen. Um, and then in 2022, it kind of reached a pinnacle to where uh, I was in need of a heart transplant. And we're about to show a video, but I want you to kind of set this up. Um, your donor, tell us about him. Okay, well, so, you know, they don't tell you who the donor is. They, they don't give you that kind of information. You, you just kind of 
have to send out a letter and hope that they return this letter. And so it was quite a while before I, I got a letter back. Um, but I found out that the donor is in Houston. Um, he was 28 years old, um, about to have his 29th birthday when he uh, suffered a brain aneurysm. And so uh, and he- so you get a call and they say you're going to the hospital? Yes, yeah. And so, you know, I was on the waiting list. I had already, I was kind of carrying a bag around with me that had medicine running through me all the time because they were just like, yeah, he could go at any time, you know, it was that kind of thing. So when I got the call, it was on day 22 and that has a real significant impact uh, for me. But um, on day 22, we get the call and um, I go in and, and have my heart transplant. Well, later on, we, we get to meet the donor family, which was in just this last October. We finally got to meet the donor family and they had some footage from right when he had passed away. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I was able to compile the footage that we had with that and then also the footage of us meeting the donor family. So that's, wow. that's what we're okay. going to be looking at. Let's go ahead and roll the video. <laughs> and, I, and, and John, I want you to just narrate it. What are we looking at? Okay, so this is what, what we'd call an honor walk. Uh, right after Christian passed, they wheeled him down to where they would be harvesting organs and that type of thing, and they do an honor walk. In this particular case, my, my wife accidentally caught the person bringing the heart from the helicopter. Wow. And on, on this side, this is a, my congratulatory walk. So um, they're congratulating me on being able to uh, get a heart transplant. And so it, it was kind of unique that we were able to, you know, catch both walks, sure. um, which I thought was just amazing. Um, as on July 29th that we got the call. Um, the, my wife got this uh, notification of, of a new song called Heart of God. Now, you can see this is my first walk after the thing. And uh, my wife goes, you're doing good, baby. I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, real good. <laughs> I, was like, I was not feeling it right then. <laughs> and right here is where they uh, allow me to hear his heart inside me. Being oh, wow. What was that like? For the first time. It was, uh, uh, well, I just, I, I was thankful and I was so sorry, you know that that he had to lose his life that that he lost his life and i was hearing his heart beating in me so it was very emotional um i was just like do i deserve this you know i pray that i do everything that i can to deserve the this beating heart in my chest you know that kind of thing and you can see i'm getting pretty emotional there and and uh, so I wanted, uh, my you, wife got to leave. You have to think about him every day, don't you? Every day. I've got, I actually, because they were able to give me pictures of him and um, they called him Superman. Mm. You know, and you'll see, you'll see when we meet here in a few minutes, uh, they had, they had gone overboard by, uh, we, when we went to meet him, they had a big old sign in the yard saying, we love you, John and Cindy. We miss you, Superman. And one of the reasons they called him Superman is because he always wanted to touch the world in great, greater ways, you know. Yes. And, um, but, uh, yeah, so it was, it was just, this is a very emotional point. You know, my wife gets to hear, hear the heart beating my daughter right after that. But, um, dear, I mean, you're such a believer. Uh, there are no accidents. Um, I mean, uh, how do you, as you look back on this whole thing, I mean, uh, one man loses his life, one man gains his life. Uh, how do you look at that? Um, well, because of his choice, I mean, if you think about it, most people, when they pass away, they, they just get buried or they, you know, yeah. um, they go through cremation or whatever the case may be. But this guy chose to put his name on a donor list. So while 
his yeah. outer body is gone, there are several people, including me, that um, will continue living and everyone that they touch will go to his credit because he's still alive in me. That's beautiful. You know? Okay, all right, what are we looking at So here? this is that big sign I was telling you about um, where, now we, had, we drove up and I was already crying before I got out of the car. I was just like, I don't know what to do here. Um, you know, the mom came and hugged me and dad, you know, and I just really felt like, you know, uh, I was accepted as their family, you know, and so this was very, very touching to me. Um, it's, it can't be replaced. Um, this moment that, that they got to hug their son through me, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, I don't know how many times I said, I'm so sorry, but I, you know, I promise I'll take good care of him, you know, and, and, uh, and they were just so gracious, just wonderful, wonderful people. Wow. I mean, as you look at this right now, oh, here they get to listen to the heart. Yeah. So I brought a stethoscope and, you know, this video isn't all that clear and, but, uh, but you can see that she's hearing him for the first time and, and they had had a recording, you know, of his heartbeat before he passed away. And, um, wow, while she is. That well, he's, he's right now, he's kind of talking about how they have that heartbeat. And um, all I can say is that it took me uh, several days to recover from this because it was so draining emotionally. I, I, I didn't cry this much, I don't think, in my entire life. Um, or just held back tears more. <laughs> well, and I'm getting teary watching this. Yeah. Thing, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, there's, she, he goes, she's really not a crier, you know. But this is pretty powerful. My wife was like, this is pretty powerful. And I'm, yeah. Wow. And so uh, it, was, it was strange because the dad, I, I felt like so much, you know, uh, a closeness to, to his dad, mm -hmm. uh, especially. And, and, and maybe, you know, it, I, I don't know why, you know, and sometimes they say that, yeah. you know, that you, you feel some of the things that, you know, the donor felt. I don't, I don't know if that's true. But uh, I certainly respected this man, and um, and I, I, I broke, finally just broke down. Here's where I just felt like I can't even, you know, I uh, can't handle it. You know, I'm, I'm um, so glad that um, one that you were video videotaping this so you could share this story. What uh, what do you want people to know about this? Um, it's either or, or you know the value of organ donation or the value of you getting a new inside life to like uh really dedicate it to the lord's work well really all of the above it's like what's what's unique about this situation is because of the the miraculous things that happened around it mm -hmm. um and because of my calling um in this ministry that that the lord's laid on my heart and you see here this uh, this is this is memorialized. Now I've got this framed and I've got all of his pictures around it. So I have something that I can look at every day and, and I'm thankful as a Christian, we're going to, we're going to go change the world today, you mm. know? And because they called him Superman, I, 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 I just see, you know, Hey, Superman lives, Superman <laughs> lives. He's going to touch the world. You know, <laughs> and that's the story I really wanted to get out is that, is that because of his choice to, mm -hmm. to get on the donors list. Yes. You know, um, he's, he's going to continue to touch the world through those people that he saved. Wow. You know, and so, well, um, John and I have been friends for more than a decade and he just kind of called me out of the blue and he said, Hey Jeff, I've, I've got a powerful story that I want to share. And I'm so glad that, um, 
you uh, had the courage to share it with our, our viewers. Thank you. If we can, I want to go back to findahousechurch.com. Yeah. And uh, I want to pull up the website so people can see this. Okay. Uh, and as we scroll down the website, how could people get involved? Well, this is really a pretty simple uh, idea, really. Um, it's more or less uh, a, a Christian Facebook yes. in, some, in some ways. I mean, it's, it's a social media type site. You can go there. You can um, just uh, create a profile and you'll be able to see what house churches are close to you. Yes. Um, you can um, uh, create events and you can see here I've got, I've got test events because we're, we've just yeah. now launched this. This is, uh, this is an amazing time. But you can also see that there are already people around, the, uh, around using this. Yes. You know, even in uh, states that uh, far from us. Wow. Which is really cool. You it's got to make you yeah. feel good. Yeah. You know, like three years ago when we originally built it, um, I did a very short test run. Mm -hmm. And uh, right after we got done with uh, with the, kind of the testing, we, we realized people were, re were reacting to it. Yes. Um, but uh, then the Lord just kind of said, I need you to rest. Yes. And um, put me on this sabbatical, which I was not happy about. You know, I was like, no, I want to go forward. It's ready to go forward. You want me to rest in you, right, Lord? You know, right. while I'm working. And he's like, no, I want you to rest. And so I took my hands off of everything. And amazingly enough, uh, after two years, if you look for House Church Network or how do I find a house church, house church directory right. or whatever, we're showing up on the first page of Google nationally. No, no kidding. With no search engine optimization. So he didn't need my help. Sure. <laughs> well, to keep that going. Well, you know. Give some advice. To, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be people watching this that say, man, I, I, I want to start a, a house church. Do, yeah. Do they have to, um, uh, is it kind of like leading a Bible study? Do they, is there a leader um, of a house church or how does that work? You know, people can get together mm -hmm. and talk about Jesus, mm -hmm. love on each other and have a meal. Sure. And it looks exactly like the church you read about in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. it's not like there was one guy uh, standing behind a podium. And some people like to do it that way. Some people want to want to have like a, a smaller version of traditional church. But usually in that setting. And, and here's what I say. I say the form drives the mindset. Right. OK. So if you're sitting in a church and there's someone on a raised platform speaking down to you. Right. And you're in rows. Right. Looking up the form sets the process. There's nobody going to raise their hand. Right. You know, they realize that I'm the audience. He's the speaker. Yes. So the form drives the mindset. Yeah. So even though that form might continue in the smaller group by someone speaking and everybody sitting and listening, there is a, because of the form, they're able to go, well, I didn't understand what you just said. Yes. And there's nobody being taped. I mean, well, some, some right. people do it, you know, but, but, it's not, uh, it's not about following a process or a, you know, a specific time frame. So the freedom of people to, to ask questions or go, you know what? The Lord just gave me this scripture. Do you mind if I share? Right. Next thing you know, you realize you've got this amazing message that God gave through everyone. And, and it's, yeah. uh, it's almost a permission to create your own church where uh, it doesn't have to be one leader. It could be, hey, next week you're going to lead and you're going to uh, yep. choose the scripture that we... Uh, we delve yeah, into. And you could do it that way. You know, my, at my particular house church, it's unscripted completely. Mm -hmm. So we just go there. Um, we, we, uh, we have someone who will usually play the piano and worship, you know, a keyboard there. Sometimes we'll throw YouTube videos up there. I, I've got a subscription to YouTube and I'll put together a four song set and we listen to, to YouTube. Nice. And just get kind of get in the presence of the Lord. 
And then it's just open mic. It's like, okay, what, what was the Lord showing you during our, our worship time? Yeah. And, and it's inevitable. It's not completely silent. You know, yes. someone goes, oh man, I, I, I'm supposed to tell you about this dream I had. Wow. You know, and so they may talk about their dream. And then while that person's talking about the dream, someone's finding a scripture that says, wow, this is what I read this week that coincides with the dream that you had. Yes. I see that all the time. It happens all the time. The Holy Spirit can direct our meetings. We don't have to come on with a plan. We can just gather together as believers and the Holy Spirit can function in every single one of us. And when you see that happen, yes. imagine going out in the world with that kind of confidence. Okay, we've got a minute left and then we're going to put up the website at the very yeah. end. Why don't you look right into that camera and talk to the viewer who's feeling called to uh, become a part of this movement. Okay. Well, whether you are seeking a place to find fellowship, because I know that there's a lot of people who've been hurt, burned, um, will not ever go back to a traditional church again. And they're looking for fellowship. If that's you, I'm hoping that you can find a house church near you. Here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we're gonna be doing some advertising. However, if you are deciding that you're wanting to create a house church, you could start an entire movement right there in your neighborhood. And it's very simple. And when, when I first launched it and I had some, I had some radio ads coming out, but what got more attention than anything else was this. And I want to show it to you real quick. It's a very simple sign. This is um, just a core class sign that I went to out, out to a sign shop and had made. I put three of these out in places, you know, where they have, uh, you can put signs on the corner or whatever. And I started getting calls immediately. Oh, not calls, but they went to this website, found my profile, and started reaching out and contacting me. Wow. So with this little thing right here, it, it serves two purposes. One, it alerts other people who already have home gatherings sure. to list. And, uh, and then it also helps people find you. So the, the idea is that it's not about building our kingdom. It's about building the kingdom of God. And so, I, you know, some people might say, well, I'm not going to promote that website because they might find somebody else's house church. Well, that's just the wrong attitude. That's the wrong heart to have. You right. want, if, if you want to push it out there and, and, and have a whole city full of house churches that, that you can now find, pull together and do a larger public event, man, can you imagine what it's like to have, to have hundreds of thousands of people yes. who are used to communicating through the Holy Spirit with each other now at Walmart? Yes. They're not so afraid. Yes. You know, I do this at house church all the time. I felt something. Lord told me to talk to this person. I'm going to go pray for him. Mm. You know, so it's, it's a really, uh, I'll get passionate about this. You, and, you, and you should. Uh, John, I'm so glad that God placed this on your new heart. Yeah. Uh, we're going to end with the website, which again is findahousechurch.com. The great John Stewart Hill. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Right, that's it for now. Bless you, brother. Thank you. We'll see you next time.